Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Startup Daily, episode 607, Being Done and Being Okay With It, by Mike Smirklow of mikesmirklow.com. And hi again, I am Dan, I'm your host and your narrator, reading to you every single day to help you optimize your business life. And you can learn more about uh, this show, plus our other shows, which have the same format of reading blog posts to you by visiting oldpodcast.com, that's O-L-D, podcast.com. But for now, let's get right to our post as we optimize your life. Being Done and Being Okay With It by Mike Smirklow of mikesmirklow.com Stepping aside is a really hard decision for any leader. Here is how I use the wisdom of Jack Welch, Steve Jobs, and Jeff Bezos to make my decision. Quote, Your time is limited so don't waste it living someone else's life, end quote. This week, I announced that I am retiring from my role as chairman of Service Source, a company that I've been associated with for over 12 years. I bought the company when it was a small startup, ran it as CEO for 11 years, and grew it into a public company with over 3,000 employees around the world. Last year, I decided it was time for someone else to serve as CEO and agreed to remain in my chairman role to ensure a smooth transition for the new executive team. Now, with the new CEO doing great and getting the business back on solid footing, I've decided it's time to step off the board, ending my long-standing and incredibly meaningful relationship with ServiceSource. As I've discussed this decision with friends and colleagues, the response has been consistent. Wow, that was your baby. It must be really hard to step aside completely. Did you struggle to make that decision? My answer? Not really. It was time, and rarely have I felt more confident about a decision. Why? I followed the advice of three of my business heroes, Jack Welch, Steve Jobs, and Jeff Bezos, to help me make the right decision for me and for those around me. Step number one, will versus skill. The first step in my decision-making process was putting my ego aside and looking to my heart, and then using a tool that I always referenced for reviewing my executive team. I'm a big fan of the GE managerial grid made famous by Jack Welch, which assesses an employee both for desire, will or cultural fit, and skill, ability to do the job. Essentially, I had to step back and ask myself objectively two very key questions about both my desire and ability to keep doing the job at the level I wanted. The questions I asked myself were really straightforward around will and skill. Step number two, asking a really tough question. Do I love this job enough to keep doing it well? Steve Jobs, as usual, had a perspective on this that was dead on. Quote, 
I have looked in the mirror every morning and asked myself, if today were the last day of my life, would I want to do what I'm about to do today? And whenever the answer has been no for too many days in a row, I know I need to change something. End quote. I came to the realization a few years ago that while I loved my team and the employees I worked with at ServiceSource, I no longer loved the CEO job. After 11 years at one company, considering the same subject matter and dealing with the pressure of being public, I had lost the burning desire I once had to drive the business forward. I wrote about the emotional challenges of being an entrepreneur in a recent post, but the real key for me was acknowledging that I had lost some of the will that is essential in just about any job, but especially for the CEO of a company. A leader with a compromised will is dangerous. To be clear, there's nothing wrong with losing the will. It's only problematic if you don't recognize it and act accordingly. By recognizing my own, it was clear to me that I wasn't going to be the leader I needed to be with this mindset. Based on the GE managerial grid, I would need to either problem solve or consider that the time may have come to move on. Time to look at the skill piece. And step number three, another tough question. Am I the most qualified executive for the job? This question is the hardest one for an entrepreneur, founder, or CEO to answer objectively, but a strong leader has to review his or her team every six months at a minimum to make sure each executive around the table is continuing to contribute at a world-class level. I always love this quote from Jack Welch. Quote, leaders relentlessly upgrade their team using every encounter as an opportunity to evaluate, coach, and build self-confidence. End quote. So it followed to ask the same tough question of myself. To make this assessment, you have to be able to set aside emotion and also to know what you don't know. How do you measure your own skill and ability to expand as a leader while the business changes and evolves? For me, the company that I was running had gotten big and complex. So the skill set required to be an effective public company CEO had become very different from the entrepreneurial work that I enjoyed and excelled at doing. Processes, systems, and organizational design had become really vital to managing the 3,000-person organization that ServiceSource has become. My early focus on sales, marketing, executive recruitment, and growing the market were super for the first decade of the business, but the gap between what I was good at and what the company needed had become too large. Knowing that I also had lost some of the will it takes to push past this lack of skill, it was clear that it was time to move on. So when is it time for any leader, CEO, entrepreneur, founder, or executive to step aside and let someone else run the railroad? Think regret minimization. When I turned this lens on myself, my decision to retire from the CEO position was driven by logic instead of emotion. It became a rational decision that was the right one for me and the business. The new CEO and his team are making a lot of smart decisions that I recognize as vital to the health and prosperity of the business. Since I stepped aside, I now realize that my passion and energy can be focused on what I truly love, my family, helping other entrepreneurs with their journey, and investing in startup and emerging growth businesses. And now the decision to retire from the chairman's role is even easier. It's always emotional when you close out a very special chapter in your life. And I'll look back on what my team and I did with pride and amazing memories. Any decision of this magnitude has to be personal, and emotions will play a part of the equation. But if you look holistically at your situation, age, health, capabilities, passion, or even financial needs, I think it makes the decision process easier and significantly reduces potential future regret. For me, Jeff Bezos nailed this sentiment. Quote, 
The framework I found which made the decision incredibly easy was what I called, which only a nerd would call, a regret minimization framework. So I wanted to project myself forward to age 80 and say, okay, now I'm looking back on my life. I want to have minimized the number of regrets I have. End quote. Done right, you can feel good both about being done and how the decision was made. For me, it is great to be done and to feel great about how I made the decision. You just listened to the post titled Being Done and Being Okay With It by Mike Smirklow of MikeSmirklow.com. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. And one of the things I really love about Indeed is that it filters out those incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com startup. So just go to indeed.com startup right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com startup. Terms and conditions apply. Thank you to Mike for letting us share his work today. Uh, he is the author of Mr. Monkey and Me, a real talk guide to cultivating a mindset to support greatness in entrepreneurs. Now, Mike himself is an experienced entrepreneur as well as an investor and business leader driven by the desire to turn ideas into reality. Having bought and scaled a small business into a publicly traded company worth nearly a billion dollars in value, he has a deep understanding of the hard work, dedication, and grit that truly powers successful entrepreneurship. Today, as the co-founder and managing director of Next Coast Ventures, Mike is a champion for a new generation of entrepreneurs building disruptive companies in big markets. So really a great author for this show. And you can come by his site to check out all of his work. That's mikesmirklow.com and smirklow is spelled S-M-E-R-K-L-O. And as usual, I do have that linked in this episode's description. But that's it for another edition of Optimal Startup Daily. Hope you enjoyed it. And I'll be back with you tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.